Welcome to Tabletop Galaxy. Uh, we are an actual play Star Wars podcast. Man, I don't know how my words this is bad. Uh, playing the Fantasy Flights, Edge of the Empire System, something, something, space. This is the broken. Nope, we're not broken space anymore. I'm Welcome sure to Tabletop Galaxy, a Star Wars actual play podcast using this Fantasy Flight System, Edge of the Empire rule set. You're no longer listening to Broken Space, which was a campaign featuring two groups sharing a shared storyline. We're now in some sort of weird interlude where we're going to decide where we go from here. Are we going to name the next arc tonight? Um, I guess we can. Let's I figure out the next just... arc before we worry about names. <laughs> but I figured from here on, we were just going to be Second Sunrise. Right. Yeah. All right, I'm good or with that. The Adventures of Second Sunrise. The... Ooh. Something. I like that. On the starship second sunrise. No, yeah, wait, our, that's the wrong. Mm, that's, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get close. a lot of crap for that one. <laughs> I know. Hey, I love them both. So, you know. <laughs> How dare you love them both? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Um, Raz, you, you missed me being a fool. So, <laughs> I mean, the, all of us. You? How about all of us, really? <laughs> that's the summary of me not knowing what I'm doing. Anyway, so this is a session like zero point one because we technically did a session zero already um but as our first arc was with the halcyon days crew um which they actually still have their finale to finish up correct yes, yes. i think so yes yeah they are on the 18th um then <laughs> whoa the usual then touche um we are going off kind of on our own adventures in this big wide galaxy that we have to explore and so we're here just to kind of talk about our characters, what happened, um, what we liked, what we didn't like about the show, what our next steps are as far as um, the characters and as, a, and as a show as a whole. So we're, you guys get to, you all get to be a part of that and, and listen in on that and maybe even give some feedback if you want in the chat. We, we love it. We love talking with you on hanging out. So um, I think, First point of order for me is let's figure out where you are all going to start. Um, where we left off, you guys were, it was kind of one of those um, like picturesque scenes of the big explosion and things falling and going away and the nice, the nice speeder that you uh, borrowed and the voice Acquired. of, yeah. We were the exact opposite of a hot start, Mike. Yeah, we ended on a high note. Yeah. So I I had a couple thoughts is it's fun to start stories in a hot spot. Um, yeah, totally. If we wanted to start basically right where we left off, that is a huge possibility. And then kind of the first arc would, would jump further off from um, Narshada. Um, <laughs> or we can say y'all made it out. Um, and you could start from a friendly port or um, do a two months or, later, or even on your ship, yeah, or do do like the two months later thing. And I'm I'm totally cool with either of those. Um, what do you, what is there something that jumps out to any of you? Do you want to run a chase scene? Because I think that would be pretty darn fun. Yeah, I mean, chase scenes would be fun. I, I think there will be ample opportunity <laughs> <laughs> sure. for chase scenes. I think 
the the two different things I'm thinking about is it leaves our starting like we'd have a we'd have a, a definite set starting point and then we'd be jumping into the sandbox mm-hmm. uh, right which which we can talk about here right now so that it's a little bit more of a directed sandbox as opposed yeah. to just being like what you're do you in the do? star wars galaxy what do you do yeah because that's <laughs> that's my nightmare since you have access to a spaceship and a hyperdrive um that's terrifying <laughs> So we have there... access to a hyperdrive and we have me on the crew. That's what she <laughs> you the most. Yeah. So is there any way we could do both? Like uh do do one of those uh two months later crazy exciting scenes to get it open with and then jump back to how we got there? Ooh. Hmm. I kind of like that. Like I like the idea of starting with a definitive like there has been a gap just to make sure like hey this is a new arc this is going to be the new story that we're following like i feel like there should be at least some gap mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or One maybe thing to keep in mind and i absolutely love those like like record halt so this is me if you're wondering how i got here mm-hmm. like go back <laughs> things but just keep in mind that that does not always work when it comes to dice and we yeah. got really really lucky with the flashback <laughs> episode that everything kind of lined up right. but like you could you could start us at two months later oh how did we get here and then we go back to the narshada chase scene and somebody roll and really die. crappy and, and somebody we bounce dies. off the side of a building and die. Like the ship blows up. Yeah, it would it would definitely have to be something that we did really carefully. Um from a well, another we thought actually, is oh, if ahead. we do a so we could in lieu of doing chasing on Narshada, it could be a kind of thing where like we've just gotten into the ship, but can we get off the planet safely or something? Yeah. I, um, so I have a thought or two is, you know, well, you could also do the thing where we're like, we do the, the moment after everything uh-huh. went crazy where we do our thing to get to the ship. And then we know once we've gotten the, uh, hover or the um speeder onto the ship, we know that like we all just like set right now, like okay, then from there we go to XYZ, and then just in mid session, we say, okay, mm-hmm. so you get on the ship now, let's jump forward a, a couple weeks. The, so, kind the, of like an epilogue, and then actually starts, so, yeah, sort of. So, epilogue. so I have a couple thoughts. Um, is we could do the flashback on the podcast um, and actually do it sequentially here. Um, so if, if that makes sense. So like we would like the next session would start with the chase scene. Mm-hmm. Um, so that when we, when we go like, if you're wondering how I got here, we can actually just like be like, we know how we got here because we did it. Cool. Um, it would be one way to do it. The other thing is I, the, the more I think about it, it's, it's a cool scene. It works it's, great in movies. It's just really hard to map it's, onto. Yeah. It's, it's tabletop. not that, it's not that cool of a scene is my thing. Like, it's not sure. something that I think we should, we should try to like frame this whole first arc around or second arc. Um, 
So then because, let's wave it. Let's just yeah. say that we yeah. we raced the the speeder to the ship. Somehow we managed to get the speeder onto the ship, if you'll well, let us. Well, that is something I, I did want to discuss with you. Right. Um, I'm not opposed to you doing that. I did want you to remember that it is the speeder of someone high up in the Black Suns who owns it. Let's have two Black Sun ships that we've stolen. So, so this is going to come back around to what I was going to interject, but I was trying to let us finish a couple of thoughts before I threw more out there. Mm-hmm. So we talked about doing the two months later. That's just an arbitrary number, but just right. I'm going to yeah. keep using that as an example. We can still do a hot start chase scene two months later as she opens an Amazon package in my background. Uh, <laughs> um we can start two months later on name a planet and it can be the black sun, the huts, whoever found out that that's where we were. We've been kind of the same way that we started on Socorro. We, we've been doing odd jobs and just paying the bills, but we can hot start with black sun has found you. They track down their speeder, their, their ship, whatever it may be. Their child. Um, yeah. I'm down with that. <laughs> and we can hot start with a chase scene there, mm-hmm. but keep in mind that if we do the chasing like get away from stuff that is skipping us right back into okay well we're leaving planet x where are we going so if we do that we need to plan where we're going yeah um or not i mean if it's like like we could do a thing and we're like we're on narshada right so Mm -hmm. theoretically we do the chasing and all we're trying to do is like just get away from them and then once we're away we we go underground and we just hang out and yeah, and one of the things that I always try to harp on Star Wars is it seems to forget how big planets actually are. Yeah, right. And so, like, everyone always bumps into each other, even though many of the planets are Earth size or larger. And it's like, you can get away from people on Narshada and continue to stay on Narshada. Like, you don't have yeah. to jump from Narshada to Tatooine. Like, you outran them. There are multiple continents. It's an entire... Mm-hmm. That's you exactly can call what it yeah. planet-wide city. Yeah. Well, and, and one of my thoughts was um, the person you're actually primarily on the run from is not necessarily super welcome on Narshada. Um, also true. Yeah. So you're kind of in a situation where it wouldn't be that hard to be the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of a scenario. Um, so I think Narshada is great in that it provides a lot of that kind of undergroundy type stuff that some of us were looking for, mm-hmm. and it would be a solid quest hub. Um, yeah. But, and not to like like call anyone out, but I feel like the Kane character and the Zarko character could also both use a little bit of the um, away from civilization shooting things kind of lifestyle, not the noir. <laughs> urban adventure political kind of stuff i i agree with that and i think in i think that because we i know we're going to talk about sort of obligation and stuff right so with that in mind from my perspective that's what zargo sort of wants to get to but how is he going to do that well he needs to do all kinds of research and we're on you know, we're on Narshada that's controlled by the huts. And like last session, we talked about the hut treasure planets and I, Gregory was kind of like, wait, what? And I feel like that's absolutely Zarko's reaction as well. Like 
treasure planets, what that's all about. And so my thought is like, why not, you know, I'm cool with Zarko using time wherever we are in civilization to like actively pursue leads and find out like how maybe he has to find some of his contacts and get some information about like, yeah, let's go exploring. Maybe we go find some ancient civilization somewhere, but in order to get there, we need to navigate the underground, the underbelly of maybe Narshada or back of Socorro or wherever it is to get that information even to begin with. Yeah, I, um, I agree with that. I think, and that's actually one of the things I wanted to talk about, particularly with you. Um, I feel like Kane being the hired gun can kind of fit in anywhere in some instances and away from the empire and the republic is probably ideal for him at this point um, unless we're trying to re, you know unless we're yeah. trying to help him get back in good with the the well, uh, we already have rebel contacts established on narshada right yeah and and we've started sort of moving in that direction which i think is pretty cool yeah Whoops. um but <laughs> i i think we're so so from a from a like a bird's eye view of the crew you kind of are nobodies right um <laughs> well, with a very good taste for cheese fries um <laughs> well you're somebody but you don't want to be somebody right, right. i'm trying to be a nobody it's <laughs> um, not working <laughs> but you're you are in a situation where like what's what's the party funds at right now Guys, this is why you need to keep track of your allowance. Pretty sure the party I mean, funds are at about 341 credits. No, I've spent mine. So I'm down to like 40 No, I'm credits. talking about mine. Right. The ones that oh. I did not spend. Got it. Yeah. I want my own money. I gave you your allowance. We, I'm just saying, I don't want there split? to be a party fund. I, I want to split all money. We need not do it in session, but like, you that's know, one, of, one of my minor gripe's not the right word but one of the things at the end of broken space was like i didn't know how much money i was still owed and i kept having to ask you but then i would like go to work and forget by the time i got back to roll 20 i would have to be like let me scroll well, up in discord so like i honestly had no idea how much money vosk had for the entire first arc we and i also joked spent no money was... except for giving it to Tricala in a back alley like <laughs> Voss spent no money because I had no idea how much money he had we joked about it at one point when right after we had the talk with Shay and um sorry the other guys Kai. Kai thank you that she put you know 400 credits for each of us on the like I thought four sticks on the table right and so I know Ellie was joking or saying that she grabbed all of them. I mean, I took that to be just, you know, like. Oh, I wasn't joking. Even... I grabbed them all. Well, so then, I mean, then that is something that we need to work out in character, I would imagine. Yeah. I mean, I did distribute it. Like, that's what I ended up handing back to you guys when it was like, okay, we're going to have a shopping not episode. It was like, okay, well, I've been. Not only was it like, okay, this is what Ellie grabbed, but I tracked all the money throughout the entire show. Like, I've been keeping the party notes, and so it's like, okay, this is the total money we all have, and this is how much you should have. And that's what I handed out, essentially. 
Oh, and then so, maybe like, I misunderstood because I thought that was that situation right there was 400 each. That's was it 400 not total? What I it was 400 total, and she promised us 800. Additional. Yeah, total, total, you got 1200 mm -hmm. from right. her for the two, the two different for the jobs. jobs. Yeah, mm -hmm. everybody in the party has made 300 monies from working. Okay. There was additional money from some of the Socorro like grunts Sales that we and killed stuff. and then well the the baddies we beat in the bar and at the spaceport. So that's how it ended up being three forty one. Right. But again, we don't need to get into finer points of money management here. We should yeah. worry more about story stuff. I'm just saying yeah. like I would Which, prefer there not to be so a, a tracked forward. pool and then divvying out because if we're hey, doing that, hey, Geek Unleashed rating with a Yo. party of five, welcome. It. It's very exciting here. I promise. Mm -hmm. Thank we're, you. We're Geek talking Unleashed. funds and we're, all we're sorts. We're talking of stuff. money management. We're <laughs> teaching <laughs> taxes right now. <laughs> uh, so you taxes. so you carry the you carry the three. Yeah. Um, Wait, hold no. on. Go back. I'm lost. So, all right. Well, that makes sense though. Going forward, we just we just make it more transparent and obvious yeah. at the end of a yeah. session or something and, again, and just I think, at the end of the session split whatever the money is yeah and that'll work best for me yep yeah i'm, I'm good with that um so story-wise one of one of the things i want to talk about and i'm gonna i got my notes up i'm ready and some of you have sent me a couple things is is how do your characters want to manage their obligation um what are kind of Maybe like like two to three goals that you feel like would would potentially lower lower that. Um, what are things that your characters working working for or working towards? If that if that makes sense. Um, and Ellie, do you I want know, them? Do you oh, want them now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, we get, we can talk because because I I kind of want us all to be on the on. You don't need to know the finer details necessarily. But um, I think even just being on, on the same page so that if something comes up and one of the characters wants to start going off and doing that, you as a player can be like, oh, that's like, I remember that. Like, I'm aware of that. Instead of just like, what's that? Why are they doing that? What's, what's going right. on, if, if that makes sense? Totally. Uh, just because Vosk is so simple and easy. He has a debt with the huts, so he needs to do two things. He needs to pay money to the huts until he has a zero balance and thus isn't in their pocket, or he needs to do jobs that equate to money from the huts. Like, hey, I'm not going to pay you for doing this job, but you owe me a favor because you owe me, I forget what the, the actual monetary value was. I mm -hmm. think we said it was like 2500 because that's how much credits yeah, you would get if you took that obligation it was something like I, that. I have it noted on my sheet but not important right now but i either need to pay them x number of credits or i need to do jobs and then instead of for getting them. paid out for that job mm -hmm. uh, or we get paid for that job and we split the money four ways and then i give mine back to the the huts or, or whatever but mm -hmm. working for the huts or working for anybody getting cash and paying off the huts is how my hut obligation will decrease i have toyed around with the concept of having instead of duty have obligation with the rebels vice versa but that would be a oh, yeah a conversation for another time yeah which that i mean that's that's good 
to even just mention though um because there are opportunities in this game to acquire more obligation and some of it will not necessarily be um intentional some of it will be situational but it also is a mechanic that you all have access to to be like okay i don't have the funds to do this these are some people that might have the resources i'm willing to kind of go in debt intentionally sure. right are you telling so. me that i can take more obligation to get my jetpack yes. <laughs> yep. if you find somebody who's willing to buy you a jetpack and you can work out an obligation number with the gm that is a thing that you can do you can say you were lent x number of credits for a jetpack or you can say here's this jetpack you now owe me Five obligation, ten obligation. You can spend you can spend a, a light side point to run into Boba Fett and he lends you one of his backups. Perfect. But <laughs> but you one? also but you owe him. <laughs> Done. <laughs> start the we'll timer. Take those How odds. long until Return of the Jedi when you no longer have obligation <laughs> to Boba Fett? <laughs> <laughs> knowledge versus character knowledge, seal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but that's that's where Voss stands. Work for the In this case, or then as long as we're doing uh any sort of job and Voss can get money. Like I don't, as long as we're doing something and I can get money and I can make payments on my loan, basically. Well, there's probably, as we kind of go through this conversation, I would imagine there's going to be some ways where we can, we can overlap some of this as well. Right. So maybe there's some way that we can reduce your debt at the same time or your obligation at the same time that we're maybe reducing Ellie's obligation. Like we're doing something for the huts to, I don't know, stick it to the black sun or something. I don't know. Or vice versa something. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, at this point, um, I had, I have a pretty complicated slash straightforward plan to reduce my obligation. And that is, Kill everybody. <laughs> Close. She's gonna take over the. She's black gonna. Sun. She's gonna make a Death Star. Yeah, that's it. That's Already all been done. Do. No, but now that you bring that up, like overlapping, perhaps we unfold the huts into my plan because this is my plan. Go find a small black sun, like lieutenant, basically, and be like, hey. You want to be the Black Sun branch on Coruscant? Well, depose the current leader. His his name is my dad, and here are all of his weaknesses. Go. And then just set him loose on Coruscant and start a mob war, basically, between different branches of the Black Sun. And so I could potentially fold the huts into that, too, and be, like, turning the different factions against each other. Maybe that would work. Who knows? But I'm willing to do this. I'm going to break Coruscant, or at least the underworld of it. This is my plan to reduce my obligation. Season two, broken Coruscant. You know what? It's a good way to eliminate Coruscant, or to eliminate Coruscant. Yep. Uh, to eliminate <laughs> <laughs> to eliminate obligations. That would be to a, eliminate, quite a feat. Eliminate, eliminate the individuals the that you're obligated to. So. Yep. Yeah. So that's my plan. Maybe that is uh, something, like, maybe that's what starts our chase sequence at the beginning of the arc. Is just like, well, I just talked to a Black Sun person and planted the idea, but then another Black Sun person caught wind and started chasing us or something. I don't know. Well, we could also go the, like, the space pirates route 
and just find other ships that are more valuable and keep sending them back home to daddy. <laughs> like we'll, we capture this ship and like, we know it's not your baby, but it's like, There's you just know, a little five sticky times note on the side. valuable. <laughs> There's just a sticky note on the side that says to dad heart Ellie. <laughs> you know, it's a start, right? <laughs> to dad heart crossed out Ellie. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I want to hear what Kane has yeah, Kane. both in obligation and ideas for like where you want to go in general. Like what is what is Kane's goals? Um yeah, so I've thought a little bit about this. Um as far as his obligation to the Empire, um, I don't think he's really actively looking to get rid of that. I, I think he's okay being hunted by the Empire. Just kind of accepted it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not not only is he, you know, sort of a deserter, but also he joined the rebellion. So it just kind of comes with the territory. Um, if the situation arises at any point during a mission where we're in an Imperial compound again, uh, and there's a chance to wipe my record from their database, like, I'll take it. <laughs> um, but I think he's not actively really pursuing that obligation. Um, as far as the rebels, very, very interested in getting that sorted out. Um, so you talked a little bit about three kind of things is figuring out who set me up, why they set me up and how I fix it <laughs> is kind of the general big picture. Um, and I've, I've talked a little about Steven, but I, I see Kane kind of on a clock, um, unless, unless we all decide to join the rebellion. Um, but if we don't, I think Kane gets this sorted out and then sort of uh, uh, walks off into the sunset at the end of this is kind of how I've been thinking a little bit. The end of like... Whenever whenever our journey takes us to, okay. to clearing that obligation. I mean, there's no set. I'm not like at the end of this arc, he has to be gone, but... Okay, that's what I was clarifying. Like the yeah. end of the, the second Sunrise story, um, even if we use... One thing we joked about was uh, using the ship in in different time periods, basically. And so it would kind of be funny to, like, pick up the next group, you know, in the in the sequel timeline and be like, okay, well, here's this group on the same ship, but not something that we have to do. But I was just wanting to say, want to make sure that you're okay with Kane going away at the end of the Ellie, Kane, Voss, Zarko group. Um, not that you were like... I'm bored of this character and at the end of this arc I'd like to swap and because that's one of the questions obviously that a session zero in the middle of a campaign can come with. Oh, is everyone absolutely. happy with their character? Mm -hmm. Does anyone trying to change? Does anyone like now that you, because we were all basically new with the system. Is anyone like crap? I wish I wouldn't have picked this specialization. I still want to keep my character. I want to keep their personality. I want to keep their career, but uh, you know, this isn't really working out for me. Can I swap? So I'm not the GM. I'm not asking if anyone wants to do that, but like, but yeah. as the GM, I'm totally fine with that because I care more that you guys are enjoying your characters and understanding. I haven't gotten the sense from anybody that you're not enjoying their characters, but yeah, by all means. And when, when um, Nick and I have talked a little bit about Kane on the side, it's been, it's, it's more been like a, and please correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but like the 
he has kind of a specific set of goals that he wants to accomplish. And when those are accomplished, he'll just kind of, he's happy to leave the group. Right. If, if it makes sense narratively to, um, well, Neo fit just made a great uh, suggestion in the Twitch chat. And that is that potentially the, we could speak with the rebels and see if they can go in and fix your, issue with the empire and then that transfers your obligation from being an empire obligation to being in heavier with the rebels right but that's something before we do that we'd have to get you back in good with the rebels right 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 and that's something that i've looked at for vosk as well i'm i'm on the fringes of the rebellion in terms of we're not using duty, but I, I have no accumulated. I just did some some uh, dead drops and stuff for him. This was our first like rebel job, right? Mm-hmm. So he would be starting from a negative influence with the rebels, and I would be starting at like I I've done a job, guys. Um, but in terms of the obligation, like we could just say, hey, I'm tired of being obligated to the huts. Rebel Alliance, can you pay off my 2,500 credits with the huts? And I will be obligated to you. And like obligation works that way. Like you can, you can shift it. You can go in debt with a loan shark in order to get the guy that you owe money for that pool game. Like that's a thing. Yeah. So which, which if we want to go down the, like the smugglers, smugglers affiliated with the rebellion we we totally can i i still would prefer to keep it more edge of the empire than correct getting into age of rebellion um but i think there's some really fun stuff that you could do with um so then i maybe it seems like it's probably better for us to focus on like bigger better jobs like we need to like because that right now seems like what we really need. Like twelve hundred credits is it to seems like it. It's unless we're doing constantly doing those jobs, it's not going to get us there. We need to like yeah. get to the five thousand yeah. credit job. Yeah. To the, so to the, each of us made less than three hundred and fifty credits for broken space. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like that's the crappy blaster. Like mm-hmm. that's it. So there was other rewards. There was the stuff we looted off of bodies, a little bit of armor, a little bit of guns, a couple of utility belts. There was a speeder that we stole. (laughs) But like at the end of the day, all six of those episodes, nobody really upgraded their gear with the exception of Kane who bought an attachment and then returned it. (laughs) Well, I did, but now I'm feeling like I spent too much. Well, you had some money that you started with too, I think, if I remember right. Yeah, I hope I did it's, the math right. I now. haven't factored in on the party. It's fine. You're all cheaters. A closer it's, look again afterwards. Yeah, it's just something to keep in so, mind. Like, we're it was an introductory arc, so we weren't looking to make a ton of money. We were looking to establish characters and and the world and stuff like that. But yeah. I think that we we as a story need to establish like either a couple of quest givers or like somebody that we're working for, whether it be uh, a figure on Narshada or. I, I want to push away from the rebels, kind of like how Steven said, still keep them on the fringes. That's something that we know the rebels, but like, let's not become an uh, age of rebellion game just yet. But like, 
a quest giver who consistently supplies us with jobs and and pays us I so think that we can start upgrading our be, characters. I think that it'd be pretty possible to keep us kind of as like privateers of like, hey, they like the work that we did on Narshada because like, hey, that was a big thing for them. Like it was a big deal. It did a lot for like their whole plan. So like it would make sense that they would want to keep us around, but also looking at us, it's like, well, wanted by the huts, wanted by the empire, wanted by the black sun, they don't want to be publicly affiliated with us. Well, so it, it would be relatively easy to say, yeah, we get jobs from them, but it's on the down low. Yeah, it's it's kind of beneficial for both of you because if y'all get caught, you can be like, no, we're not part of the the rebels. That's kind of how the they hammer doesn't come down rates by default yeah. anyway. Like, um, so so that said. I, I wrote up a few small job hooks, basically, for y'all. Let, um, let me add one more thing before we do that, Stephen, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for, for come back to Zarko's obligation, oh, yes. right? I moved out of that document. So like, I, I mean, I myself as a player, but I feel like also on some level, Zarko would be in a similar mindset of like, now that he's sort of like he's he's this young kid who's sort of coming like got thrust into this situation and is now kind of coming to terms with the fact that like the people he's become associated with are are in a in some form or other in a bad way and it seems to be primarily financially so like i'm i'm real serious about the fact that like um he just heard about this this hut treasure planet. <laughs> so like he and it doesn't have to be that in in you know specific. No, it but like maybe it's maybe it's and we joke about space puppies, right? Fine. But like there I, I think in Zarko's mind what what he is focused on is I'm going to find a way to get m enough money to help my friends clear their names. So like, honestly, not maybe... gonna lie, I have definitely also posited the theory of like, look, my space puppy's got to be like a hundred percent thoroughbred. I could very easily breed and sell this this puppy's. Uh, <laughs> well, project. so like, there's got to be collectors, right? That want exotic animals. We're so not selling the actual puppy. Okay? I know that puppy not, stays with me. That's not puppies. What I'm puppies saying. are fine. Right. Also, get your dogs from a rescue. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> More to the point, I'm saying like some of Zarko's contacts, at least one is probably someone who's like a xenobiologist or something like that. And so he might have a way to like, oh, you know, there's this very rare creature on this, you know, out of the way planet. And if you go get that and sell it to so-and-so in the, un you know, in the black market, it could give us a lot of coin. And so some of those kind of things are where I'm at and in what I, um, you know, and maybe along the way he feels like he might be able to, to fulfill some of his hopes, dreams, whatever that are tied in with his, his personal obligation. Man, I really like yeah. how it's like, all right, here are the problems. Black sun, huts, empire solutions, dog breeding. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so or it could be technology, this, it could be some ancient yeah. artifact or any of that kind of thing. And just how so, do we get that, the big ticket items? Yes. Here's, I think it's important in this 
kind of world to have a job board essentially right mm -hmm. um where you don't have to know every single person that you get a job from sure um, so with that i have three jobs that would be job board-esque cool. and one that has a more personal connection to y'all right on um so the first one is from dr vaz renea um and basically the job is um they've picked up some rumors of the remains of a lost medical frigate from the clone wars um on the edge of the outer rim and wild space and um on Salonia, they are running desperately short on of things like bacta because the imperials keep that very well um regulated and um i can't think of the right word but they don't let people have it and regulated um, yeah it's a controlled oh item yes vocabulary um, again an educational podcast and so <laughs> um she is hoping that there is bacta and other medical supplies on that ship and is offering 3000 credits and a portion of the discovery potentially up to a full back to tank um and that's why cool. the healing jail in star wars is called back to right i don't back to basics because if you put it on your wound you get back to full health oh no <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> Not one of your better puns, but it still <laughs> makes me chuckle. Second Sunrise Arc 2, back to the bad puns. <laughs> back to back to. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Uh, second job uh, is by the Vindara Corporation, which is a mining company. Uh, they lost a small, small exploratory shuttle out past the Gordian Reach, which is near Yavin. Uh, there is a minimum reward of 3,000 credits. Um, for the I discovery like of what happened and um, if you can find the at least the ship the remains of the ship was it a um, probe or a scout ship scout ship oh uh, five thousand if if the ship can be recovered and brought back uh, and ten thousand if you can find a new source of ethromite which is what they were searching for which is a replacement for um uh permacrete nick you can mute yourself in zoom you know <laughs> before you take that risk i thought we weren't supposed to do that <laughs> that's why we're recording in audacity got it noted sorry um, to steal steven yes um i love hearing all of these things but for the people with auditory processing issues you're gonna send us this in text right uh maybe we'll see please yeah. no i Thank absolutely you. will here, I can actually send them all to you right now. Thank um, you. The next job is just a basic job from the huts. Uh, if you're on Narshada, it'd be very easy to pick up. Uh, they have a spice run for uh, that makes has a drop in Corellia and a drop in Coruscant. Are you saying we're making the Kessel run? <laughs> no, that's a that's different. Sad. That's a different. That's a different hyperspace route. It's very sad. I wanted to make the Kessel run. <laughs> We can. Which, which hyperspace route would that be? Uh, it's the Corellia. I don't remember exactly. I think it's, it's just Corellian Way. Um, Smugglers Run. It's the Corellius trade trade route. Uh, I did not expect you to have an answer for that. That was amazing. <laughs> I was looking at a lot of maps earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
The last one is you would get a message from a Wookiee friend of yours named Fear Talk. We're taking this one. I declare it. <laughs> um, they, Fear Talk needs a small shipment and a mechanic to go to Kashik. Uh, to Kashik, Kashik, Kashik. Um, <laughs> and need someone who can install a modification on some droids. Uh, Here's a fun fact. I've been looking at getting into droid tech and I was considering taking it as Vosk's second tree. And one of the things I wanted to have a sideline either in this session zero or just chat with you in private, Stephen, mm -hmm. is are you okay with Vosk learning to make droids, thus giving you NPCs that you have to manage and be the personalities of? Absolutely. Can we sell those droids for money? <laughs> I might not necessarily try to swing straight for like, let's get them in combat, but like, Droid tech is a thing that you can do, and it's a mechanic mm -hmm. tree, and the rules for crafting droids and stuff are in the um, splat book for mm -hmm. technicians. Yeah. Oh, I and mean... it's heavily my probably my second choice for technician trees. Yeah. As it, as it, proprietor it... of the ship that we are in, who currently has half a droid wired into it, I'm going to demand that as soon as you learn droid tech, you take that astromech out and we sell it. Whoa. <laughs> Such hostility, my buddy. Yes. Also, just, Kane... just wait till that, till that, till that astromech starts pulling on your emotional heartstrings. <laughs> mm. I can't wait. Also, Kane definitely has a B one head in his bag. True. That has been picked up, <laughs> and it yeah. was surgically removed. He said it was not cut off by a weapon; like it was very carefully removed. So mm -hmm. it should be. So we're very just scavenging well parts. Oh now. man. Okay. Okay. Wait. Hold on. Because also, I'm really excited. Uh, because so we talked about at some point Kane might go away and you're learning, you're learning to build these droids. My next just... character oh, yeah. is the gunslinger old B1 battle droid that we're already <laughs> creating. <laughs> it's perfect. I'm so excited. But, but, but Nick, what happened to the moment that Kane and Ellie had in the kitchen? Oh, there's still, there's employee moments coming. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, Sorry. look, every couple has their jostled into each other's space in a spaceship. Like, yeah, we've had that. Now we need to go with it. Um, Tony in, or Dice Barbarian in the chat had a question about what my visualization of, of Kashyyyk is. Um, he thought Fallen Order to really nail the primal danger of the planet. I have not played Fallen Order, so I'm not super familiar with it. Um, the... I don't want to give away too much to the group, but um, in my head, Kashyyyk is heavily, has a, has a pretty heavy imperial presence um, given their affinity for things like slavery. Um, and I so, don't like that phrase. Affinity for things like slavery. I mean, that's pretty well documented about them. He ain't yeah. wrong. He's <laughs> um, not wrong. And so kind of what the crew would know going into that and taking that job would be it would it would be difficult to get into that planet and so you'd have to find a way to probably go into some of those more wild areas um 
Wait, we're just going to have to recreate holiday special then, trying to get to Kashyyyk. You lost me on that. Star Wars holiday special? Yeah, the Star Wars holiday special. Have you never seen the holiday special? Where Kashyyyk is literally heavily controlled Uh -uh. by the Imperials and Han and Chewie somehow have to sneak Chewie home for life day. I have not seen this. I'm sending oh. you the honest trailer for it oh. so that you can just we're get gonna it. We're going to have a cast movie night. And we're going to have a cast movie night. <laughs> for Perfect. real. I haven't seen that one. I saw the Ewok one, but oh, I, for some reason I never saw movie. the Christmas one. I don't know why. Before uh, we wander so too can, far from Can we them? do a quick summary of the jobs, though? Like just yeah, like that's what I was going to say. Like, let's, yeah. let's Job point. one, um, searching for a lost medical frigate. Medical frigate. Finding back to for Salonians, which are kind of caddish people. Got it. Um, and their their crew uh, lost on the edges of outer rim and wild space. Did you say Salonians were cat people? Mm-hmm. You want a picture? They're space otters, right? Okay, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna semantics otter versus cat anamorphic <laughs> anthropomorphic people anthropomorphic furry things. Yeah. Well, now I'm gonna get the is I'm he, gonna get the reference picture that I had, and you all have to wait now. Is he trying to say that cats and otters are the same? No, I'm saying that when they're when they look like people, they look they would look they, very they're similar. They're very similar. In his opinion. Uh, no, those are definitely otters. I just did a Google. They also have oh, no. aquatic species traits because there are they're plenty otter of cats. Does all right before you show that? Does Twitch have a does Twitch have a poll setting? Can can we poll chat right okay, now? Okay, fine, fine. But I can, I can <laughs> get work to do that. It looks a little ottery. It looks. I want. I want to poll chat. <laughs> it looks. It looks a little ottery. It's the middle one. A little. But it looks a little cat-like too. Yeah, yeah. It's the body. The body okay, is a little cat. It's it's a little cat-like. I'm just saying. I'll give you that. But since you're the GM of a space show, you. Otter, know your species. No, I won't accept that. It's now a dog species. You get more obligation. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that pun was so bad, you get an extra obligation. Rosk is now obligated to Salonians for that joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's um, No comment. Anyways, so that one's for 3,000 credits along with hey, a portion of whatever's found. It could have been called a catastrophe. I mean... Uh, and now you get obligation <laughs> this is why i will never be able to do gming for the system because i will add to people's totals for bad puns i'm grabbing another beer sorry <laughs> <laughs> we broke him dang it we broke the gm i love it oh, poor at least we get to watch him walk the all the way to we beer drove bridge. the gm to drinking that's very different that's even worse <laughs> <sighs> sons of sons of fortune right good what sons of fortune right is what book that was yeah yes thank you nice that was a good one that's a crisp all right sorry so for real though okay Next. medical frigate medical frigate. medical frigate supplies three thousand credits um second one uh lost the lost mining per, scout mining ship. scout ship um, okay. has kind of a tiered three thousand for just figuring out what happened five thousand if you can bring the ship back uh, cool. ten thousand if you find a new source of ethromite which is okay doesn't matter uh, job four is a 
job for the four hearts. or three or three sorry i have i did them in i said them in a different order than i typed oh, them okay okay no i left fear talk last so job three uh spice run for the huts into the core worlds um there's a drop in corellia and on coruscant that's an eight thousand credit job okay uh What's last spice? job is for fear talk uh taking a shipment of something to somewhere and installing something on some droids on okay. kashik uh which will get you four thousand credits and the loyalty of fear talk we didn't what? have it already that's dope well we had the friendship of fear talk the loyalty is a totally Wookie, different yeah Wookiee loyalty mm, i love it I, I like all of this so we're taking fear talk uh, i'm not but so keen on the spice yeah i don't think so either i don't want to go into the core world Both the mining mining has taken effect the fear talk in the mining you said the, As... the one where you can Find the shuttle, find the shuttle and the people, or find a new source. Like Lost Mining Scout. It's not Voss's favorite thing ever, but like just as a person, it sounds like a, a pretty solid hook. Um, and and then, of course, Fear Talk is pretty legit. <laughs> yeah, I think we definitely have to take the Fear Talk one. For, those... as, as a for the player... fans who love Fear Talk just <laughs> yeah. as much as for us, right? Like, Yeah, as it's, a... it's for the fans. As a player, that medical frigate really speaks to me. Yeah, likewise. I was <laughs> like, actually leaning towards that one. I immediately thought of like that uh, episode in Firefly where they go to the medical facility, uh, and also a little like Dead Space. It's got that like Dead Space. Like I, I don't know what's gonna happen, but like immediately, like you talk about just a weird floating ship out there and the Yuzen bomb. Is... That's Whew. what's gonna happen. Are any of these on uh what do you call it like timers? Um like are there prior like this needs to be done within X amount of time. I didn't make them. I'm not gonna leave them out there forever because things are happening in the galaxy. Right, right. Um but so... like taking a shipment to Kashyyyk can't take that long that we could probably be back for well, things. do we find ourselves stuck on an imperial blockaded planet? Mm. <laughs> That's fair. Mm -hmm. I think, from what I've heard, the spice is the least interesting option. Definitely. Yeah. From character wise, like not that it's not an interesting option, Stephen, because it does sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but character wise, I think it's what we're we're the least excited mm -hmm. to pursue as a group. Oh, here's Although the... if, if we have two spice addicts, it might get real fun. <laughs> I need to copy these. I'm gonna I'm gonna send them to you in chat real quick. Thank I have to delete oh. a couple things from them. Valid. Well, yeah, I guess so. Tony sort of got the point I was coming across that is like, would there be some way for us to do three of the four or two of the four? You could probably you could probably pull off two, depending on if everything goes oh wow it's not um i'm a, i'll send it to y'all on discord it's not working on yeah the we chat. can do it after yeah that's not because like put we it have in the discord basics. so that we have it anyway because once mm -hmm. a zoom call ends then it'll go away yeah. correct um, and you don't have to do it right now yeah no like, take your time fine. we're talking we can do the writing i just later. want i just wanted you guys to have it for visual reference yeah all right um, so what is ellie's what is ellie's idea. preference i was gonna say here's an idea we split the party <laughs> four <laughs> ways, we have, and we do them one all. One of us takes each. <laughs> I don't have a gun. Sorry about that. So we only have one ship, though. That's the challenge. And a speeder. And a speeder now. 
which only works on a planet, not interstellar. Yeah, so uh, we so have what a is Ellie's preference? <laughs> He's Sorry, what did you say? Peter into a one man show. I said we, said have, we have a mechanic. Have a mechanic. <laughs> Speeder is just a state of How mind. How good is that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All it needs is, you know. I'm not sorry. But so seriously, Ellie, what preference, like preference, what are your top two in order? I really like the idea of getting to keep it back to tank because uh, Kane hitting too. the threshold scared me <laughs> a lot. So medical so, frigate is number one. I think medical frigate, but also fear talk because yeah, I'm feeling that too. All right. I don't know that it's necessarily in character for Ellie to like fear talk as much as Niffer likes fear talk, though. That's my only problem. Mm. Well, if you want, if you want to, just the so, so current fear talk, fear is talk has treated y'all kindly. Take that for whatever yes. it means. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's so just that, like when, when Fear Talk least, did the did the come on, like you guys are being dumb. Yeah, <laughs> the DM nudge. All right, yeah, how no, about Kane? At least, um, Fear Talk's probably top of the list, just because we have that sort of personal relationship. Okay. Um, and then I think I think if I I might be a little biased because Nick is very excited about the medical frigate, but if I was going to try to make an argument in character. Um, I would say that Kane uh, is sort of all for helping people, and that seems like people are going to get the most benefit from our help um, taking that job. So while while we're trying to make money, he's also still very much like wanting to protect people and do the right thing wherever possible. Look at how very different Kane and Ellie's motivations are. <laughs> protect my people. Protect everyone else. It's like, okay. All right, for Vosk. The Fear Talk one, it's weird because as a player, I enjoy the, the established connection there. The actual mission as a player, setting the Spice one run in last place and just talking about the other three. The Fear Talk one as a player excites me the least in the mechanics of it, but the most in the flavor of it. Totally. Uh, the mechanics of it, the the mining shuttle one excites me the most with the, the medical frigate right behind that. But flavor-wise, I would put medical frigate and uh, fear talk. Uh, Player-wise, both sound great. Okay. So then... Vosk as a character, all four helping uh, fear talk, but we'll be fine on all three. Like there's no extra love hate there. Like right. all three boss can mesh to just fine. Right. Perfect. Um, so for Zarko, it, he, so gr I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Like the scouting one sound, the, the mining ship scout ship to me sounds cool. No, sorry. Let me say it differently. The medical frigate actually sounds the coolest to me. That was the one that really piqued my interest right away. I think Zarka would be most excited about the mining frigate. Um, and I'm also, uh, I think Zarko also thinks helping fear talk is cool, but I'll, but I also think helping fear talk is cool. So, I mean, I think it sounds like from just what we just said that we're probably basically our top two are, is the, the medical frigate and fear talk. And if we can do two, I mean, I don't see any reason not to go for those two. Yeah. 
Again, it doesn't have to be decided to right now, time. but just so that Steven can know those yeah. things. And and y'all can like even like even just focusing on those two. Well, oh shoot, my computer. I mean, Zarka would definitely want to go for the mining because it's a scout ship. So I mean, that's that's his thing. But he, I think he would be easily swayed for the back to tank because that's pretty darn well, cool. <laughs> keep in mind that the characters know about none of them, so there is no like. Oh, sure. We we don't have to worry about. Oh well, Zarko would go do the mining thing if it just doesn't come up. Like uh, we may yeah, we may walk up to a bounty board and all three of them are on there, and then you know Zarko would want to go do it. But like, if we get notified mm. by Fear Talk to do the job before we ever approach the bounty board, then you don't have to. Not that that wouldn't be a cool scene to play out. I'm just saying that yeah. it need not if we don't want to. Timeline-wise, in my in my head, you're kind of getting all of the you'll in in between that two months, you're kind of compiling a couple different jobs that you could do. Um, Collecting pucks. <laughs> <laughs> One just has a medical frigate on it. <laughs> um. So. I would like to start off with something big as far as like action packed. I can have it be directly related to the jobs or I can have it directly related to last arc or I can have it directly related to obligation. Um, Without spoiling anything, we did talk about starting off with that sort of like, I can't remember if we talked about starting or recording something for the end of the broken space arc, but we did talk about doing that like Avengers style post credit scene. So we're getting shawarma. And I don't even. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, awful. And so I don't know if that's, I don't know we're if we were starting with fries. something like that or <laughs> if that's, if we were going to record that on the end of broken space. Yeah. I, I would probably be most inclined to do something almost like just a minute and a half little narrated narrated thing like that I just narrate before. Right, right. Um, kind of like how I start all the, the Fae Forge Academies with that little like... Yeah. Or just like the yellow text of every Star Wars movie. Yeah. The scroll. It is a period of civil war. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't really work great on a podcast. The dead speak. That's how that's how we start all of our podcasts. <laughs> we're we're the rolling dead, the, the credits speak <laughs> every time. Um, so I would. Which one excites you the most, Stephen? That's a really good yeah. Question. Here's the thing: the ten thousand credits like the spice option. Run. Me. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Was the, Steven's favorite the was the spice run. The spice run, <laughs> and we all said, "Screw that one." Well, for reference, uh, that one, the spice run, definitely has the least words. <laughs> okay. So all of us didn't the, like the spice that, run. That's, that tells you that's Gregory's chase scene. Um, right honestly. There. I have different reasons why I made all of the different I I like all of them. And so I'm totally happy for all of them. I think what it really comes down to is how connected y'all feel to Fear Talk as as your characters. One of um, the specific things that I said previously was I want to establish like an NPC 
Yeah. Even if totally. we, if we, you know, see her in arc two and then we don't see her again until arc four or whatever, but like having, having that established and, and being able to come back and do jobs. And especially since you said that would be loyalty. Yeah. Boss, Vosk's home is Socorro, where Fear Talk is. Vosk has been in the town with her multiple months. Uh, the, the rest of the crew has been there much shorter, but like it's somebody we all know. It's somebody that all the characters enjoyed in character and all the players liked. And yeah, we also get to have Steven make Wookiee noises. So like... <laughs> <laughs> um, Best. But... That's just like our first solid anchor. We can go make other anchors, but mm -hmm. like having just a good solid one where if we're having this conversation before arc three, like fear talk can tell us about somebody or, or whatever, but it, mm -hmm. it's going to keep us in those edge of the empire kind of arcs. I like, I, I like having fear talk as a ear to the ground quest giver. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I, I think that would work really well. Um, she works and, in a tavern, like people. And you could honestly, she works in a tavern that gets high traffic from shady right. people. A lot, yeah. Um, and excuse me, I I think if we set it up as basically y'all head back to Socorro after Narshada, like okay, let's get out of there. Let's get to kind of a neutral place. Um. Go apologize to the space boyfriend for leaving without saying bye. <laughs> yep. Um, kind of get our feet wet, figure out how we're going to get some credits. You would, you would go talk to Fear Talk. And so what I will... If we leave Narshada, are we going to lose the lead on that uh, Bacta run? Or can we... Weave I was gonna say somehow. you can get that from you can get that from. Yeah. Just basically, I don't need the answer. I'm saying keep that in mind. Like, yeah, where no, you want to spring that on us? I think. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not ditching that. That's that's too good of a hook. Um, Are we sure we can't <laughs> run this like I run Swotar, which is to just accept all the quests and just kind of leave them there until I get around to it? No, you can. Your obligation will start to go up, though. Great. So. So I'm happy for you to do that. But you are. Okay, I, I, I feel good about that. I have cool. some... I don't want to give you all too much, but I have some ideas from, for it's where fine. to start. Um, we've got some good stuff on obligation, how we're going to eliminate it. Um, I wanted to talk about what what did we do well in the first arc and what did we do less well and i can even start um, sure i feel like from my perspective from a from a gm perspective when you have a whole table that actively engages what you put out in front of them that's always a good thing and i feel like that happened i feel like there's a lot of really good chemistry and really great role playing between everybody um i think for me what i what i'm really wanting to work on um is is smoothing out mechanics and and having that go better and i've taken a few steps to try to have have resources laid out better for me and all that kind of stuff but those are my probably my two big things and maybe right behind those or right behind that would be uh just my proficiency with roll 20 
<laughs> I can teach you the uh, the Star Wars sheets. I know much less like of the snazzy stuff. Like I can do some really snazzy stuff with the five E sheets, mm-hmm. um, but I can I can teach you roll twenty, and I can teach you what I know about the Star Wars sheets. So yeah. feel free to ask questions. Or we can just jump in roll 20 and play around sometime. And I can be like, did you know how to do blank? Yeah, that might um, be. Because I, I would love like to do that. token actions yeah, on some of your NPCs are going to really help you. Mm-hmm. And just being able to like click a button instead of sifting through pages will yeah. and I smooth out the, the I think combat. over the next two weeks, kind of before, the, before we do the first session, I'm going to put just a bunch of NPCs in there. Um, instead of like the day before trying to figure out and throw throw stuff together, um, that was not a good route to go. So, learning. Okay, so those are my that's my my kind of pro and pro and and con. Sweet. Um, for mine, I think we did pretty good, especially since none of us had played together. Uh, like, I've played with Nick in a one shot, and I've played with Steven in a one shot, and I've played with uh, Niffer in a one shot, and I've played in one. A ten uh, session like arc with Gregory, but for a bunch of pieces that all connected through me, I feel like the group came together really well, and like we had a solid dynamic. And I I think our first session zero helped really set the tone and stuff like that. So I think we did really good as a group. Like everyone got a moment, both in the obligation side of things and in in like just telling the story. Like every single person had something cool or funny or whatever. Like. Ellie had her moments. Vosk had his cheese fries. Kane had his like uh, murder you know, every NPC that ever murder existed. everyone <laughs> almost died on a rooftop thing. Like uh, Zarko had his his cane beef. He had his great NPC tie-in, and he had his like sweet run across the desert scale of building shoot a guy like scene. that was fun. And so like <laughs> flinging him out. Like everyone had moments, right? And so I think we we shared the spotlight really well. Um, things that we could improve. Obviously, we were working on the technical side of things. Um, as we learn more about the technology, and hopefully things like Zoom fixing its stuff. Uh, but our 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 recording thing that we're trying tonight on a on a session zero where if it doesn't work cool whatever should really help so i that's the main thing i really want to smooth it down because i'm spending a lot of time editing and i don't have a lot of time y'all um but also i should get better about talking in character and i haven't really done a voice for voss like i've just talked in character with my voice and i don't know if i want to do a voice for voss and if i can if I'm good enough to do a voice for Voss, but I, I need Everybody's to be. Everybody's good enough. I, need I think it's always really obvious gooder. when you are speaking. Yeah. For, at least I, for me, it it yeah, seems I'm, obvious when you're speaking in character. Because I try, because I know that I'm not using a character voice, so I need to to start with a well, Voss says, or mm. or whatever. But I know this I is just, rich coming from somebody who uses lots of different voices, or at mm-hmm. least tries to. I I think there are a lot more ways to be in character than voices and and voices right. are just the the like the 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 obvious way to be like oh that person's in character they're using a voice but you can right. be a really bad role player and use a great voice mm-hmm. and, and vice versa so totally. yeah so i th- i think the the way just, you narrate mm-hmm. what voss does is is one of the the best i've encountered 
Yeah, I just want to work on fleshing him out a little bit. Because, mm-hmm. like, I make jokes and, you know, both in and out of character, mm-hmm. I make puns and jokes and stuff like that. But it's something... You make puns? Ac- I'm not... Across the board that I am trying to be better about is having more depth to my characters. Mm. Um, I always cool. seem to talk the same way regardless of characters. And I'm very repetitive, so I want to add some depth to this guy, especially since we've been most serious on this show. And that's what I got. Cool. If you want, if you want to talk sometime more about like creating more depth with Vosk, we can maybe when we're doing roll twenty, we can chat about that too. All for it. And you can also be watching the Star Wars holiday special in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it requires like two brain cells total to watch. I promise. <laughs> Nothing Those two brain, two cells brain cells try to kill uh. each other for what? <laughs> All right, somebody else. Uh, I I don't know. So for me, I'm actually feeling like uh, I want to have a little more talk with uh, Nick about Kane more than anything. Like I, um, like you said, I really enjoyed the fact that. It, it didn't feel like anyone was ever um, trying to steal the limelight. It didn't ever feel like any anyone was like not getting a word in or being sort of um, sidelined in any way. Like I really felt like there was a nice, you know, comfortable flow of you know who's you know who's taking uh, center stage, who's, you know, getting something accomplished, or even if they're not getting something accomplished, at least they're exploring their character and, and, you know, getting some of the stage, sharing the stage. So that was, to me, the, I think the thing we did the best, if, you know, if I had to say anything, Um, I, at least at this point, I wasn't, too concerned with the mechanics i mean like we're all still learning it and you know yeah i mean maybe it's not the ideal thing to do in a podcast or whatever but like so we're gonna appeal to people who are still learning it you know or who have never even heard of it um but like i'm a little so i love kane like as a player, Vosk has an issue with Kane, but to me, that was <laughs> nope, some of the Zarko. Zarko, you, has yeah, you're Zarko. You did it again. <laughs> Maybe that's what we need to work on. <laughs> we really need to work on that. <laughs> Zarko really like sort of has a problem with Kane, but also is like can't help himself for realizing like wow this dude knows his stuff and this kind of thing and so like playing that out in character was loads of fun yeah. uh, so and even before we started talking about what like maybe what quests i you know what if we're gonna use that what jobs we're gonna take um regard regardless of me just as the player or at zarko the character um I'm actually like I think it would be super cool to see to to help Kane resolve his you know challenge with the rebels. Um, Zarko doesn't really know enough about it to do that, but at the same time, I think he's in a place where it's like this is his crew. This this you know this this ship this group of individuals for for better or worse has come together and they for whatever reason they work well together. And so, like, 
he would probably just want to help facilitate that, whatever that looked like. So it's like, if, if Ellie needs to get off the hook with her dad, how do we do that? You know, Vosk needs to get off the hook with the huts. How do we do that? That's sort of where his thinking would be. <clears throat> um, I think. Um, so, so I'm, I'm really curious to get a little more from you, Nick, about like, I mean, do you like Steven kind of asked it earlier. It's like, are you cool with Kane still? Do you think, you know, you wanted to try a different character or build or what, how, where were you at? Yeah. No, no, no. If I have a concern at all with anything that's happened in our group or in our game, that to me would be top of the list. Cause I for sure want everybody to be having a good time. No, and I'm absolutely having a good time. It was more just when I, when I didn't, you know, we've kind of have trended on the side of being, um, good individuals um which is which when i was talking to steven was not the direction i thought we were going to be taking in the long run um and so i didn't really see kane fitting in for the long haul um but i think as we kind of got it and this was like this is pretty i don't know maybe session like, three yeah it was like it was probably yeah probably halfway through the arc um and so you know i i think it's definitely something that Sorry, I'm. You I forgot to. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely happy with Kane. I think it's just something that uh, um, that down the road, you know, like I said, once once his sort of issues are sorted out, and I'm not saying that's a definitive thing, you know, if 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 we get to there and his issues are re- sorted out, and you know, he feels this connection to the group, or feels like there's something that's keeping him here that his goals have changed, then cough, that's Ellie, absolutely. Cough. Yeah, so what you're saying is I have to flirt so that you stay. Uh, I got to take one for the team to keep the team together, I guess. Here we go. Um, so one of the one of the things that I love most about playing RPGs is that I just I'm I'm a like I really like telling stories and I really like exploring sort of like where stories can go in narrative and it's uh, one of my favorite things outside of tabletop RPGs is watching movies just because I I just love stories and I love seeing different kinds of people and situations. And, um, and so I'm, I'm open to literally doing whatever makes sense in the story, in the moment. Um, and tell, I'm just, I'm, I'm here to tell a good story, you know, that's most important. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as I think, I think our chemistry has been really good together as a group. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest things is I just, you know, I feel comfortable with y'all and, um i feel like we're actually picking up the mechanics fairly quickly in a <laughs> i know it's not a not an easy system um but i think we've i think we've gotten that and it hasn't really slowed us down that much um but one of the things i would like more of as i would i would love to do some more rp um and i think i think just the nature of having that condensed sixth session arc like we gotta be here we gotta do the thing kind of prevented some of that um, and so just like finding moments where Steven just is like, Hey, you're on the ship and it's going to be two days before you get there kind of deals. Like just sort of role-playing that, that we're all stuck on the ship. And then that's where we can have those conversations. Um, Gregory, I'm, like with I'm looking and- forward to more of that as we move into the sandbox, like yeah. I, I don't mind that's- the short arc. We did the short arc on purpose so that we weren't one of those shows that, that started with no goal. We could do the arc and then do what we're doing right now. What do we like? What do we don't like? What's the feedback or whatever? So that's why we started with that. But as we move forward, I 
definitely look forward to just like this episode was us in hyperspace travel and we got to find out this part of Kane's background or how Zarko's parents did blank or we finally figured where out the how dang to stop space that puppy came from, from or or yeah. in that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I know just... exactly where the space puppy came from. I can't wait to share it with all of you. <laughs> um, yeah. But but like Zarko said, like I honestly don't care if we spend an episode trying to fix the astromech wired into the hyperdrive. Like, <laughs> most most of my favorite episodes have that I've or or sessions that I've been a part of um, are oftentimes have almost no mechanics involved, um, and it's just. Like, what I live for as a DM is when y'all get in a situation and I don't say anything for like 25 minutes. <laughs> like, I really like that about the Icepire group that I ran for Gregory. Like, mm. there was, I can make the joke about it. Like, I told him, hey, you know, we got two episodes or three episodes left and then they had a shopping episode, but the entire shopping episode was shopping slash RP and I had to do nothing the whole episode. And so it was like, those are the best kind of episodes. But yeah. also... You guys had three episodes and you just burned one standing in town talking about life. So you have <laughs> two episodes to beat the dragon. <laughs> Go. Yeah. No, my I think my favorite Not Quite Heroes episode, if if y'all listen, is one where Evanella and Firefly and Gale are shopping. That was and it's a, just it's just so ridiculous. <laughs> it's it so awesome. good. And I didn't do very much at all. Well, and Rook and Thad too. They just got into shenanigans on their own as yeah. well. <laughs> Which we actually we actually ended up recording that separately because they were this is a behind the scenes thing. They had audio issues and oh. like couldn't get the mics to work. And so like Wade was trying to get his <sighs> get Thad's mic going. And so I was just like, they were role playing in the shop. And so I was just like, well, I'm just gonna let them keep going. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> I have no reason to stop them. That's and, super cool. Yeah, it was it was great. So, anyways, I I love that stuff, and I'm 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 really excited about this more long term because I don't really write in arcs necessarily. Um, I just I'm gonna step AFK for a sec. Keep yep. going. Yes, yeah, so you like let things play out as they do more mm -hmm. organically. Yeah, I I don't necessarily have an end goal in mind. Usually, um, I have pieces that i know what their motivations are behind the scenes and i try to let those play out as naturally as possible um, and when those are forces that are opposed to the pcs then things happen and that's usually where a like climax of an arc ends up um and as we go there they're like in any story there's there's there comes a point where it's time for it to be done um, sure and so letting that take shape and the the protagonists and antagonists naturally kind of just showing up due to choices that were made and, and stuff but like i don't i don't go in going like okay their goal for this arc is they have to get thing x that's why that's why you had four hooks that were just like i don't know maybe they'll go to coruscant and maybe they'll go to the wild space i don't know <laughs> um what is a little bit different about edge of the empire as opposed to like most most of my dming has been in D, &D outside sure. of like the occasional one shot is um the edge of the empire has less of that hero feel that, that than D, &D right mm -hmm. like you actually are more just like people in space 
And so it'll be interesting figuring out what, who, who your, who your antagonists are. What are those? Like, Mm. is it outside of the obligation? Like, how's it all going to work? Is it just Ellie's family chasing you down the whole time? (laughs) (laughs) Like we definitely know who eight, like a singular antagonist is. Yeah. Well, and that's what's so interesting. That's what's so interesting. One of them about the, the, um, the whole obligation feature. Yeah. Anyways, I'm just, I'm just kind of rambling. It's really cool. Um, did I have any other notes? Well, I, I mean, I didn't get to take my turn. Yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> oh, just gonna, well, oh, and we gosh, really didn't I'm hear so sorry. from Nick of like, you kind of said what you thought was working well. Was there anything you thought we need to do better? No, I think, I think it just, I would really love to role play more. Okay. Um, that oh, I don't, yeah. I don't think for me, yeah, we didn't, for me, we didn't do enough of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'd call it a problem, but it's, it's something that I really like and would like to see more of if y'all are open to that sort of thing. Of course. Um, yeah. I think we all felt the pressure. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, like being in a partnered we thing, so many, right, we had right. to keep up basically yeah. as well. Especially since they were doing every week. Yeah. Right? That was really a really interesting dynamic to to try to balance the timelines. And, and Rob and I spent so much time like, okay, this happened in my episode. Where does that put you in relationship to like when this is happening? Like, yeah, it was it was very interesting. It was very really fun. The the other thing I wanted to say, and I don't know if this is going to be the unpopular thing to say, but I'm going to say it. I think sometimes we need to do a better job focusing um, in order to get... I feel like we all have a lot of ADHD <laughs> in this group in particular, <laughs> um, and me included. I'm the cause of it, definitely part of the time as well. <laughs> Um, but I think just like being able to get through things or to stay in character when we are, um, I think I'd like to see a little bit more of that if possible. I mean, obviously we're playing a game and still having fun, but that, that kind of goes with my, I want to be better about being in character. I want to be better about like progressing the game and like the jokes and, and stuff is a thing I do, but I, I, I joke and stuff to break the it's one of the ways that I deal with the fact that I'm not great at like social stuff. Uh, but I'm trying to get better about just like play the game, man. <laughs> also, everyone say hi to O'Neill. Hey. Oh, it's perfectly nice. timed. <laughs> I have the O'Neill because the O'Neill demands food 24 seven and right. maybe is asleep. And the O'Neill stands outside the bedroom door and says, feed me. Mm. Well, it's still an hour until cat food times. <laughs> No cat food for you. No cat food for you, O'Neill. Sorry. <laughs> Not yet. I'm anyway. currently ev- editing episode six, and there's a point where Stephen's like, there's a cat somewhere. Not realizing <laughs> it's O'Neill in my background coming through Zoom, because even as I mute myself for the stream, I don't oh, mute man. Zoom. So he's hearing a cat, and it's just this <laughs> jerk. <laughs> also, was it episode five or episode six that you were telling me about? There is a spot where you could not cut out Stephen going, Kitty! Yeah, no, it's episode six. Because <laughs> the cat meowing doesn't go in the stream, and the I need to go feed the cat real quick doesn't go in the stream, but there's no way to... He was in the middle of narration and stops and goes, Kitty! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, See, I didn't mean to, yep. this is the kind of distraction that Nick was just talking about. Nah. <laughs> yep, we derailed that's, kind that's of That's the thing where like, because stream, the streaming and video side is, is I'm not used to, I'm used to the podcasting side where you can just cut out me yelling kitty. 
pretty yeah. easily. Yeah. Yeah. But but the video side of it in the middle of me saying something is a whole other ball game that I'm just not used to. So I'll try not to yell kitty in the middle of when I'm narrating. I'll try to save it for when you guys are talking. Great. You're welcome. All right, Niffer. Um, yeah. Well, going last means that I have had most of the ideas that you have had. So, yeah, just like I think that it would be really cool for us to have more RP and like taking time to like settle into like moments of like we're in character and stuff. Cause like, you know how like when you, when you hug and you're like, oh, this is good at first. Mm, now it's kind of awkward. Now it's really nice. Like we kind of get to the point where it's like awkward and we don't really give ourselves time to like really get into like the good stuff of RP. And Not to so, do like, that exact thing you're talking about, but have I been hugging wrong? <laughs> <laughs> no, like like short hugs, like an in and out hug is good, but you're like, you know, that's that's the hug. And then like a one minute hug is just like, this is really awkward. And then you're like, no, like really long hugs are just really good. Like, totally. I don't know. That's my experience. <laughs> I've had that's different all. hugging experiences than you have. I and mean, that's also, okay. Mostly the people that hug me are toddlers who are like uh, clinging. So, like, I have no choice but to like the hug after a while. <laughs> so, the, the old struggle. No, I, I, I guess I, we have to Stockholm Syndrome ourselves into RP, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> I, no I, I, I totally agree. I, I did a little bit more than I am used to and usually even comfortable with of like just pushing you forward in in like a few spots where like yeah i would normally let y'all walk and talk for a little while and yeah and like sometimes i felt that but at the same time like maybe that was good for a first arc where like we don't really know each other but going forward it's like no we we live together we're doing this we're a whole crew we need to have those times to have those moments you know like mm -hmm. so i think this is a good way to kind of transition into that type of flow yeah um yeah. but yeah something that i want to say about our pros like what we do really well that's sort of been covered but like i want to explicitly explicitly state it this way is that we cover each other really well of like you know one of us doesn't know the rules somebody else speaks up and says well it's this or like we vamp until they have time to like find it or, or if steven's you know, juggling one thing the fact that i have gm rights in yeah. Roll 20 i can like set the turn order correctly while he's still trying to get his npc sheet working that yeah. that's a very valid point there no yeah. I, that that is actually i think one of the things that has made the art go really well is especially seeing yeah. as though the first real session of this rpg that i dm'd was our first session um it was really really it, it has been really really helpful and I I see no reason to not help each other. Yeah. But like we're uh, very we're very good at like seeing where other people's like gaps are and filling them in and like you know me taking notes and stuff and like tracking all the NPC names so that you guys are like what was his name and I'm like it's Kai guys <laughs> like come on your name is Zarko let's go like 
Yeah. I'm so glad <laughs> I'm not designated note taker because that's normally my role and I but just got a million other things. So I'm... thank you for being designated note taker. <laughs> Neofet in the chat just said someone walks in on Kane taking a shower. Story RP encounter. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> Keep it right there. <laughs> Okay. I can't decide who would be the worst. <laughs> In the worst what way? What? Yeah, the worst what? Which the worst one of to the, do the other walking crew in. members oh. in? Which one would be the worst? Oh yeah. Because there's like the awkward maybe crush tension of Ellie. There's the I clearly don't like you tension of Zarko. Like <laughs> There's the, I probably stand there with cheese fries. (laughs) Hey, Kane. (laughs) What's going on? (laughs) That would definitely be the most entertaining. (laughs) Or just like, you know. He turns around the space puppies staring. Exactly. It's like people who let their pets into the bathroom. It's just like space puppy sits there and watches. Like every single one of these would be bad. Is space puppy partially aquatic? Is space puppy taking the shower with Kane? Space puppy is blue, we decided. And has six legs. It's Vaporeon. (laughs) Yeah. Space puppy is roughly Vaporeon. (laughs) But we haven't really established anything else beyond that. And that it's like, Like, you know, pure breed. No, yeah, Space Puppy is named Emeril after Ellie's dead brother. Just, oh. just did not know that. Yup. Space yeah. Puppy's nickname is Jeff. <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm gonna call it Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Lord Drop. It, the puppy is named after Ellie's dead big brother. Sweet. Awesome. Yep. Well, is there anything else that we needed to talk about? We've got. None of you book. have bothered to ask why Ellie has a dead big brother, but I guess we'll get to this. Come on, we're gonna have the space for the RP. Exactly. That's right. Space for the RP. Um, when someone I... finds Ellie's brother's head in her back, don't right. you dare! He's been dead for like ten years. Yeah, that would be so gross. It's in the freezer, Stephen. Come on, that's the smell that Kai and Shay were talking oh, about. God. <laughs> Turns out dad wants the shit back so much because it's brother's tomb or something. Oh like, my god. Oh, we stole the urn. Oh no. Yeah, just turned into a horror show. Yeah, right. So I would like to add something that I that is not necess- that it's not intended as any kind of uh, uh critique or anything like that. It's more just like something I would love to see a little more of. I don't even that's right. Um I I think uh I'm 100% on board with what everyone's saying about the RP and not feeling the pressure to push the story forward, I think, will allow us those those natural moments where the RP goes as long as it needs to. And I know I can tell just from the games that we've played as a group, but also from listening to you, Steven, in the other games that you run, that you've got enough of a a good sense of like when you need to interject something that I think we will be able to, as you know, as a whole group to keep that moving forward nicely. I am, I am very, very excited at some point, whenever it makes sense to do some space stuff combat something running away whatever it happens to be 
chasing, if it's, if it's navigating an ice field or what, however that comes out, I would love to do more of that sort of thing on the ship. Um, more space think, stuff. Yeah. More, uh, and not necessarily. Yeah. Just some. Like we haven't sunrise got... arc two more space stuff more space. <laughs> more space space. Space. two space two broken <laughs> no i agree though um i really enjoy non-combat encounters just like as a thing it's why i bring it up so often on shows like guest star and stuff on and this system is really great at that because you have the the social encounter like playing the skills off of each other and straining each side until one side wins but the spaceship combat as rough as it can be because it's it's its own whole mini game uh but also navigating through terrain is a really fun set of rules and i've only gm'd one campaign of this system and it was the uh beyond the rim like pre-made module uh, and it it doesn't get into it until later in the thing i don't want to spoil anything for folks who might want to play that uh, but the the navigating through terrain chunk was super exciting and and even more so because my group had stole another spaceship so i was doing navigating through terrain with two ships doing mm. things so i was doing two chasing simultaneously but it was probably the funnest like encounter of that entire campaign was oh god they split the party there on two ships i'm doing two chasing simultaneously and Unlike combat where, oh, you exceeded your wound threshold and one person went down, hit them with a stem pack. Like, if the ship blows up, like, that's a that's a real game changer. <laughs> so, <laughs> we better hope those and, escape pods work. Rick definitely left one of the ships at one hole trauma. Like, it was that close. Like, it yeah, was one yeah. hit point from well, half the party dying. I will say, you, the two, the two places that you look like you're going to is a giant forest place with lots of trees to navigate around uh and somewhere in the middle of nowhere that you don't know anything about so there will be opportunities for that because i i actually i i know i chatted this to y'all a couple times that like i thought we might get into some space stuff mm -hmm. the decisions y'all made just didn't right make it fit and i try not to force encounters onto groups um but I think uh, I think it'll it'll definitely come. Sweet. Oh, and just in case you're wondering, uh, Kai and Shay are not on your ship anymore. I was going to make the Goodness. joke earlier that they're the ones that walked in on Kane in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but hoping for in. some alone time. Yeah, I was saying they were heading towards the shower. Not yeah. at my <laughs> ship. Not on my ship. Well, that's why they're looking for private space. You know, <laughs> Ellie keeps like smacking knuckles with a ruler. Also, I, I thought it was Vosk's ship. It's my ship, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the running joke, though, is but that we all refer to it as my ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's my ship. It's like whenever okay. Zark was talking about it, it's like, hey, meet me back at my ship. And then, whenever, you know, Vosk is saying it all, you know. That's yeah. good. I uh, that was not to ruin the joke or anything but the plan there was that Vosk referred to it as his ship multiple times throughout the session until something happened and then once it broke or did something <laughs> bad he was going to call it 
well, it's your ship. Like, I can't believe you're, but it, it just didn't play out that way. But the whole I I time like of, of episode five, going. he kept saying, well, my ship, my ship, my ship. But I was waiting on something to like, like a landing gear to fall off or something like that. So I'd be like, hey man, your ship's Take broke. care of your ship. Yeah. <laughs> I got to go back and fix your dang ship. But no, that was, that was the joke there. Um, so I, can we talk about something technical? No, I'm sorry, Steven. No, 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 no. Say something hey, after you. No, I was just going to move, move the conversation along. Go for it. Oh, so I, I want to talk about something a little bit technical and it, this might not be the forum for it. Maybe you want to leave this for like um, discord and that kind of thing. Um, but I'm thinking about like the, um, like our Twitch fam here that are amazing and always contributing. Um, what do we want to do about things like getting some emotes in there and that sort of stuff? Um, mm -hmm. I would love to see us starting to maybe do that kind of thing. Space I've been lazy about it, but I was going to definitely put the sh uh, chibi stuff as all the chibi. Emotes. I want to actually talk characters about that. And, and this. Um, I, I need to dig into it and I just haven't had the time. Uh, I know as we meet certain tiers of uh, affiliate and certain numbers of subscribers and stuff like that it unlocks more so i need to go look uh okay. but um twitch emotes and then badges for like i've been subscribed yeah. for one month three months six months those are things that are on my to-do list and i haven't cool. transcribed them into trello yet but definitely something mm. i'm tracking because i'm tracking it for my channel as well mm. um so yeah the I do. Let's keep that conversation going. Uh, I do want to talk Discord. about the emotes, though, at some point. It doesn't have to be now, but it could be later. Just heads up. Um, One thing that I just thought of and I was thinking of before I went to go get the cat, um, the force is something mm. I wanted to bring up in this. Uh, <laughs> Ellie is picking up force talents. That was amazing, by the way. Ellie's picking up force talents and stuff like that. So I didn't want to pressure anyone but i wanted to throw out hey is anyone else planning on picking up force trees on their character or like if we did if we do continue the ship story without these four characters mm -hmm. then probably yes because i definitely want to try that out with this game system oh yeah i mean with but these not characters. for Zarko. no way okay yeah. no. it would be cool to do like a republic mm -hmm. force Something that I want to do is a the the force is really big in uh, the Clone Wars, of course. Um, I don't know enough about Old Republic, with the exception of what little bit of Swotor uh, experience I have. But the Clone Wars one shot definitely open to having Jedi's. Uh, but I was curious down the line somewhere I might run a Clone Wars arc, even if it's just six like broken space, uh, six session arc. I don't care if all four characters are Jedi, like, go for it. But for this story, we had talked about keeping Force kind of towards the fringe and doing more of the, like, scoundrel, edge of the Empire, bounty hunter type stuff. So I just wanted to see, Ellie, your plans with the Force, like, yeah. how, how crazy are you looking like, to get? The Force has never been like, oh, I'm going to be a Jedi. It's much more of, like... I've kind of pictured it as, like, she's always had, like, she's the face role of, like, she has influence with people. She can 
generally talk her way into things and maybe it's one of those things where it's like well the force has kind of been nudging her the whole time and like mechanically now she's getting a little bit stronger in those areas like the only couple of talents that i'm picking up are like you're harder to recognize in public because you can kind of mask yourself with the force and like you can nudge a person's feelings a little bit more and like really light stuff and really like very complimentary with her political tree that's kind of the question there was uh again no no answer you give now locks you in yeah forever but i was just making sure like hey are you looking to be a better liar or like do we need to figure out how to build you a lightsaber like (laughs) i never want a lightsaber (laughs) i never want to be two completely different paths yeah i have actually i have kane and i have zarko for that I have two very big guns. I don't need another weapon. I, I, I was planning on keeping the, um, and it might change a little bit. The more experience y'all get, and the more, the stronger your characters get, but keeping the four stuff from encounters, even that you would run yeah. into, yeah, pretty far. Because, because I feel like most force sensitive people at this point in the galaxy are very hiding or very bad yeah because right. <laughs> like looking at ellie's age she was a toddler when all of the younglings got killed at the temple like she was literally of age to have been brought to the temple and her parents said no basically and so like she definitely is not like i want to develop force powers a lot like she doesn't want to go into training that way it's only like well i can use this little part of it for my own benefit so yeah. very transactional relationship with the force you got going there <laughs> hi welcome to ellie's entire existence she's trying to recover <laughs> i love it um so i'm curious about something else that's a little i guess another mechanic thing um and maybe it's something different between um uh, edge of the empire and the genesis system or and and it also might have been just how you how you structured the arc um the experience is going to be consistently tannish per session is that what your thought is that because my next question so for genesis for it was that. it said about 20 per session and i was wondering if that's the case, why did you do that? On the, the way the way in the book, from what I remember when I read the experience section <laughs> three months ago, four months ago, <laughs> is it's 10, 10 to 15 per session, basically like five per encounter. Oh, that's, cool. Okay. That's roughly how the official module, the one that I have experience with, uh, does it and then the starter set the same way it does a couple of encounters and then uh, lets you level up uh, level up and lets you spend xp halfway through it's like here's a good chance let mm-hmm. them uh, you know spend a couple of xp on talents and stuff like that so we're we're roughly on par especially since we only play three hours instead of like a four to six hour game like if we were doing a, a weekend like six hour game night Mm-hmm. We we we're we're about on track, but XP was one of the questions I was going to ask as well. Like, is everyone okay with the ten to fifteen a, a a week, or should we ramp it up because we only play every other week, or, or what? 
but I mean, I'm I comfy like as we things. are. And this is my first time playing the system. So this is the first time I've actually got to like spend XP on my character. Um, but also I'm like super excited that uh, the, the characteristic upgrade uh, dedication or whatever it is, is like my next thing. And then after that, it's my signature ability. And I'm like, so close. So, yeah, but that's, I, that's all I got. I do think we will probably land more in the 15 realm. Um, and again, it I'm, depends I'm happy, on what we do. I'm happy to right? do more. Yeah. It, it does depend on what we do. I think like you'll you'll still get XP even on like if we have a whole RP um, session session. I'll still get XP because I do I do want y'all to keep building it. I do think the slower gain of XP with a new system is a good way to do it so that we're, oh, we're yeah. not like yeah. like for me one of my big fears with this is is in a lot of ways the mechanics are really simple and a lot of ways they aren't. Um is just getting overwhelmed with like oh no, I can you, do this. You I can raise do that, valid points, especially because Starting at night level play is what some people call it, where uh, like in the one shot that Gregory just ran, you build your characters and then once you're done building characters, you're allotted 50 or 100 or whatever XP to spend. So it doesn't go towards characteristics or anything. It's it's like starting at level three in D&D. Um, it just adds that much more stuff that you got to factor. And it's not necessarily true a person could take that extra 50 XP and just go, okay, well I have most skills and that's it. But as you introduce more talents and you introduce the option of picking up more specs and you introduce like, I'm going to become force emergent or whatever, like you add more things for the new DM to have to juggle. Yeah. Um, but the rate we're going, we just did six sessions and did a whole arc and nobody hit the end of their tree or started getting signature abilities or anything. So it was a nice training wheels thing. And from here on, you still have probably two more sessions before I start, like, yeah, two, maybe three, before I'm like, check out my cool signature ability, and you have to yeah. start juggling that and, kind of and thing. And I, I yeah. also am, I'm also going to start throwing a little more, a few more credits your way, um, because I think the, um, one of the things that's really cool about this system is, is equipment, equipment has a lot of really fun options so it that can make so a that big arm difference. robot arm jetpack and a robot arm a jetpack <laughs> with a robot arm <laughs> you're killing like me the, just like mando. mando it's like the mando yeah. one yeah <laughs> is um, it hot in here spoilers um one of the one of the things i complained about on the star wars rpg subreddit um about the module that i ran um was that the characters basically started with exactly the same gear. They they started and ended basically in the same clothes with the same guns and everything because it was a very like way out in the middle of nowhere kind of campaign. And there was never a chance for a shopping episode. There was a couple of things that they picked up along the way that were mostly just like one use type items. But other than that, like in this system, you don't start with a ton of money and like, Unless you take the obligation for the extra cash, most characters like buy a com link, a piece of armor, and a basic pistol. Done. And so, like, 
that's still what Voss has, except for the stormtrooper boots. Yeah, I'm stole. like, you stole some pretty neat shoes. Yeah, he <laughs> you has. got a disruptor pistol. What are you talking about? Right, but I'm saying like <laughs> shopping, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I've I not know. bought new tools. I've not bought like a new uh, the motion tracking scanner thing mm-hmm. that looks really juicy and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it would literally eat all of my cash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are so many cool gadgets and goggles and all that stuff. Weapon, and, weapon attachments and upgrades. Mm-hmm. And there's a like, lot. I sh- I'll have to one of these days. I'll have to or. Well, that but save well, that for like I, I, if my suggestion, Stephen, is that you set that aside for maybe one of those little side things is like maybe there's some dude out there, some lady, some guy, whatever, some alien that is like that's their thing. You know, they're the Which, like if you're gonna find a weapon, oh, tech, this is who you go to, ye- and you know maybe Kane gets wind of it or something like that. And y'all did miss out on. Uh, let me see if I can find it and send it to you. Um, that would be super fun for me. I don't know if even if, even if I wasn't benefiting a, from it, I would just think it'd we be were fun. in a weapons factory. You were in a weapons factory, and you yeah. didn't look for anything. Yeah. No, I I thought about that, but I was we so saw- out of it that whole game. And yeah. this this will be the first like on on mic time I complain about it. Uh, but for the, anyone listening and anyone in the chat, I completely spaced on the fact that Vosk has the ability to <laughs> to do the bad motivator on like the thing that killed hundreds of thousands of people over the course of like an hour. Um, but last session, the the finale, I was just I was running. I had spent like forty five minutes AFK dealing with the baby, and so like I. I was totally getting ready to geek out about what I could steal out of that factory in loose stuff lying around, but also like mechanical parts. And I was like all week, like, man, I'm going to point right at that thing and just spend a story point and turn it off. Like suck it, Steven completely (laughs) spaced on it. And so, you know, Voss doesn't know he has that ability, but like from a player standpoint, like, man, there was so much that I didn't do in episode six. Dang it. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. It still worked out pretty cool. I had, yeah, a, I had still. a whole thing that you guys were going to get to roll on. If you started looking for stuff, like to see if there's any equipment, there were some different like um, weapon mods. And... So since we're still on Narsha Daw, yeah, can we, we just quick walk up. back into the explosion no, and just no. snag some Kane things? blew that whole thing up. Well, I mean, Ellie's cousin survived. <laughs> Shoot. Yep. All right. But that's all I had. So, yep. Um, so excited. Um, but I think that's so that kind of ties back to what we we're talking about earlier is like, I, f- I feel like my initial thought for who Zarko is was this young kid who's just like, I'm going to go explore the stars. But I think that like, because of the series of events that's been happening now, I feel like more like it's, it's almost inbred into who he is. It's like inbred into his nature. His parents were, uh, he had, you know, one parent is a scientist. The other is an engineer. So Mm -hmm. like research and details and information is sort of like, um, it's it's one of those latent talents that he maybe tries to deny, but it's still there. So I feel like those are exactly the kind of things that like whenever he's got some spare time, he would be tr- 
trying to get that information yeah with an well, intention of helping his friends and i think that's going to add a really great role play aspect to those hyperspace trips like that that time on the ship where y'all just have to do stuff okay because you got weeks to to talk about like like so ellie what's like what's the deal with your family mm -hmm. like you can yeah all that sort of stuff <gasps> take a deep breath spill the whole backstory <laughs> <laughs> when i was just two years old no <laughs> wow, points tales. for that reference veggie tales reference <laughs> <laughs> my poor hairbrush <laughs> Too, too different. I'm a Twilight. I don't have hair. <laughs> that was a so I gave it to the details because he has hair. Oh, this is this is bad, guys. I don't know if I can hang with more Veggie Tales references. I'm a preschool <laughs> teacher. Um. Okay. So taking the fear talk job. Yep. Mm -hmm. Approved. Um. Medical frigate two, if possible. Probably we'll see how it rolls out. You got to survive Kashyyyk and all the Imperials there. Um, yep. <laughs> That's why I was thinking maybe we do the medical frigate first. <laughs> so we have the medical supplies in case we need. Yeah, I want also those faster. Um, do you want to start on Socorro in Fear Talks Lounge? I'm fine with that. It's kind of cool. Two, two months later, back at the bar, the same way I mean, we started the last kind of one. Cool, actually. It's kind of. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'd, like... I'd love to see. Uh, so you talked a little, yeah, 100% uh, agree. Uh, starting on Socorro, but you were talking a little bit about like that opening narration, like you do uh, in Fae Forge. Mm -hmm. um, I think it'd be really cool if Ellie did it. Like, hey, gang, here's what we've been up to kind of okay. deals like we've been you know we've been traipsing through the galaxy and getting into some in character yeah exactly yeah yeah like ellie not not necessarily nipper, yeah, not nipper. Yeah, I think, like hey i'm captain of the second sunrise and here's my <laughs> captain here's my captain's log kind of deals mm -hmm. um i think that could be that could be a lot of i fun. think that would be a great start i like that i think yeah let's let's work and like write it out so it's, oh, it's okay. really got that good feel and we can either do it at the beginning of the the first stream or we can even just record it separately yeah. the other thing actually this is something this is more of a production side thing than a story side thing um so podcast versus stream versus youtube we've talked about this being like we want it to be a real a, a really good produced podcast um but we've been putting a lot more effort into getting the 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 vods up um do we still feel like that's that's the case or um without sounding like the guy that's always complaining because i know that it my my trademark wit and sarcasm doesn't clearly convey in text uh i am the one that's sinking between 10 and 15 hours in between every game in doing the stuff and I'm doing it all alone right now. Uh, so I'm behind on the audio side because I'm barely keeping up with the video side because mm -hmm. like, I'm not even done with episode six yet. I'm planning on doing it since I have a 40 weekend this uh, weekend. I want each episode up the weekend before we play so that it's around, but 
there is a small, tiny human in my house, and I still have a job and still have school and stuff like that. The podcast would definitely be my focus, and I would love to be like, somebody else's video editing, I can focus on the podcast. But How do we do that? Because I can Somebody certainly... else steps up and starts helping. Well, we keep. I feel like we keep coming back around to this. I'm happy to do the editing. Yeah, and not calling anyone out, but like, I asked for help on episode five because episode five was so terrible. And like I was using, uh, Steven's videos from zoom mm -hmm. or your video, Steven's audio from zoom and my own track because of the amount of tech problems on episode five. And I was like, y'all, I'm going to need help on five, even if it's just syncing the stuff and nobody did nothing. And so I did it all oh, by myself. Sorry. I think I was yeah. just waiting for you to tell me what you like yeah. literally needed done. I, so, yeah sorry about that and again not trying to like air laundry on this stuff no. but like multiple times i was like guy stop helping halcyon days i'm gonna need help with this and it didn't happen and so i fell even further behind and so i am cool with the podcast thing i still want to do a good podcast that's what this whole thing came from seeing the video and and keeping tossing it up on youtube and stuff is bonus features but if you want me to make a good podcast, somebody needs to help with the video side. Even mm -hmm. if it's just cutting out the break in the middle, slapping the um, outro on the end, throwing some music on the intro and outro, and then hitting published. And I'll take a look at it after and, and quality check it still, but like, can't do both. Yeah, I, I think... You... Y'all, y'all, what, what do you, what have you been using for the audit? What are you using for audio editing? Since I have done all of the work in, um, resolve, resolve That's and have all the tracks there, it's just that much easier to, to match it to the master track because then I can make the audio basically reflect the master track of the video where I've already cut out the break and stuff like that. So I know what is show worthy. So it's just easier to dump the audio tracks in resolve and then make them match the master audio track that matches the video. Mm -hmm. I then delete the video and whatever. But regardless of which program I was using, I would need just the master track and some time to do it. And I can't, can't do it all. Cause I would be willing to do some portions of the audio editing. Cause that's what I'm familiar with. And that's what I could jump into pretty quickly, but I don't use resolve. You don't have to. I am again. Um, I'm using Resolve to do the audio editing because I'm already doing eighty percent of the work that I would do for the audio editing to do the video editing. So it's just easier to line up I, since I it's already do, in that program. I mean, if you also, if we're doing this thing where we all get the actual tracks that are in sync with each other as far as the time goes, bam! That's like ninety percent of the nightmare is. Mm -hmm. making it match the master track. And if you just give me all of them lined up or we butt the, the beginning up and I can go in and cut out the break in the same spot on all the tracks at the same time. Yeah. Well, so much work gone. Well, and if you're, but if you're, if you're using resolve, I think you can actually auto sync all of that based on to the master track. Um, right. I think you can highlight Once, all those tracks and just. Right. Once the all. tracks are the same, we talked about this uh, right, in discord right. 
Yeah, there the was a whole fancy graphic. <laughs> yes, there was. In a way. Um, the, <laughs> a the, way yeah, yeah. the way that Zoom messes up the tracks, the auto sync in Resolve doesn't work because it doesn't realize that those are the same audio tracks. Right. Mm. And not something we need to get into now, but, but the res- thing we're doing but, tonight should yeah, hope yeah. that yeah. insurmountably. Well, I guess right. what, I, what I'm offering is I can, I can do half of what I do for Forge probably. Um, yeah, but you're also the GM and have like 17 other fucking projects. You can't prove that. <laughs> I can. Hi, can I have can. screenshots of you telling me, hey. <laughs> so. With, with that said, I'm getting to a point where I need to walk away. The baby's waking up and stuff. I'm not kicking y'all off. Um, but if y'all want to keep going, I'm going to walk away and y'all would need to tell me to come back. And let's, let's wrap and the stream up so that you can just do yeah. your thing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, so yeah, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us while we do our little Thank session you. zero, work out the details. Hope you like seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff. Um, Sorry for killing it. We are no. tabletop galaxy singular. I feel like we got everything done, right? Okay, um, but yeah. now you just said tabletop galaxy and then the next word started with an S. So it still sounds like tabletop galaxy. <laughs> tabletop galaxy singles. Yep. So, still did I'm it. I'm walking right. away. Singular, that's what you said. Um, and We're not tabletop galaxy singles. We love you. And did did he leave? Hey, Wait, no, don't leave because we got to do the yeah. audacity do, do, thing. Do our oh shoot! Yeah. So how do we do that? We love you. Bye. Thank okay, you, everybody. Bye. Have See a good day. Stuff. Mwah.